0: It happens here, and it finishes here.
1: Two men enter, one man leave.
2: Nearly a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. This is episode 26, and it's been, I don't know how many months Paul it been? It's, many. Been months, right?
1: it's been at least two months. It's been at least yeah, two months. We went insane. away for
2: a while, uh, we got our shit stolen, whatever. We're uh, <laughs> back, we're sitting on <laughs> the porch, though, because we wanted to get back into it with Andre as usual. What's and, happening? Uh, you've heard from Paul, Madeline is over there in the corner looking scared, <laughs> <laughs> And Thor is living in my basement. What's going on, Thor?
3: Newbie. Yes. New to the club
2: uh, If you have not listened to this podcast before and This is where we basically just drink a lot of beer And talk shit about music uh, If you have, you know that and uh, So we'll try not to slur too much this time um, Anything of note gone on with you guys Since we've been gone? Good shows? Mind-blowing shit?
4: Did anybody ride a jet ski? <laughs> yeah yeah <that's laughs> <still better. laughs>
3: Well, uh, you know, I'll just say that I, I was able, fortunate enough to have a really great weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. First time I'd ever been to Omaha, Nebraska. Some people had brought me there, and you don't really expect a lot of good things to happen in Omaha, Nebraska, but it is actually a wonderful Disneyland uh, of a place. And I will say, though, that uh, highlights included watching the Flaming Lips. Yeah. Never seen them before. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. A little bit disappointed. Just because everyone says they're the greatest live man ever. And he didn't come out in the hamster ball. Not me. (laughs) Uh, And other highlights, I mean, the real highlights, if we're being honest, included uh, drinking tequila and riding a jet ski Uh and a speedboat around this big lake in Omaha, uh, sort of at this really dope house. And I really encourage everyone to go to Omaha and ride a jet ski and eat peanut butter. The Travel of Authority of Omaha will be contacting <laughs> <Exactly>. you shortly. <laughs> Enjoy the pleasure of the Great Plains. Uh, if they want me to move down there to be a spokesperson for the state, I'm willing. Yeah. Uh, be this official state mascot. Yeah. You hear that,
4: here you can see all the way to Minneapolis from the top of a grain silo. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, then. Uh, mm. So, Omaha, let's do some news. All right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no?
3: They used to use Megadeth for MTV, right? That was the, what MTV yes, used. Yes, that's yes, that's yes. A but anyways, uh,
2: uh, first up in the news, Robin Thicke is getting sued by uh, Marvin Gaye's estate, and now he is sued back. Essentially, uh, I don't think... Uh, although, you know, I haven't actually listened to the Lines all the way through. But everybody else, everybody wrote? else in the fucking world has heard blurred lines and sees it the And there's lots of boobs in the video. I, uh, yeah. I think is that true?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: So Marvin Gaye's. So singer. so here, here's the deal: is that like they say it sounds too much uh, like one of Marvin's song, the uh, song in contention is "Got to Give It Up." Okay. So they they're saying that like this sounds exactly like that because they have some lockdown on like a '70s vibe or something there. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in order to sort of prevent them from, like, potentially, like, pulling the song, like, Robin Thicke and Crew just sue back. Robin Thicke being, what's his name? Uh, shit. From the growing base. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's Alan Thicke's son, right? Yeah, Alan Thicke. Yeah. Alan Thicke. Uh, so that's that been going on. And then recently, I think it was yesterday... Uh, Now Marvin Gaye's camp is getting sort of shitty about it. They said, well, they offered us, like, a six-figure settlement, and we declined it, which is sort of like... okay. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, any thoughts on that?
3: I would say, uh, I think it's interesting to look at the history of copyright infringement uh, Mm -hmm. IPs when it comes to music, because it's... Does anyone in the room know if there's ever been a completely successful court ruling that didn't get settled out of court that was like, your song sounds too much like my song? That wasn't about sampling. I think the only one I can actually remember is George Harrison's My Sweet Lord. uh, And that got ruled to sound like the chiffon song. John Fogarty. Really? Oh, Get sued
2: for sounding like himself.
5: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. he gets
2: sued for sounding like himself he and, sold all the songs yeah, and right? so, and, but he won Okay, he actually won he was like yeah but I mean yeah this is like it's, it, at the heart of this case is like a, a, the music genome theory yeah. it's like what Pandora runs on and, and how Genius picks what you listen to and stuff mm. and sure it sounds similar and and I think has actually come out and said like I love that fucking song and we were like we want to make a jam like that because
1: yeah.
2: who doesn't
3: want a jam like Marvin Gaye um, so
1: it seems, petty.
3: it seems yeah I mean, it's just something that seems so unwinnable to yeah. like it's just it's obviously, especially if you're the gay family and I can't speculate their exact reasons for this. Right. but I would say that if you are gonna sue a huge pop star for a song sounding too much like something that's not sampled, there's no actual like direct stealing yeah uh, that you're basically just looking for a settlement. I mean, what do you yeah. like? What do you really yeah. want out of that? Why are you doing this? You yeah, know, what's the function of what? I mean, it's one thing if you're sampling the song, like, and we saw that sort of argument grow up over the last decade, or not. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like, oh, they sampled my song, whether it be eight seconds or not, uh, I should get something, and that makes yeah. sense. But the I, thing that I like is in their press, not uh, in in the lawsuit that Robin Thicke's company filed. Mm-hmm. It said something like, like it had a statement by Robin Thicke. And you mentioned a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like I really love the song, but they are the gay family is basically trying to say that they own the sound of the seventies. Yeah, no, that, that it should. is.
2: And it's it's a weird argument. Oh, that's out. their argument.
3: Well, I mean Let's, Fick is saying like, listen, this okay. just sounds like seventies R and B. You yeah, can't right. say that one person. Well, he's even, he's even copying to it.
2: Yeah, it sounds like that song. Yeah. Because people know that song. He knows that song. He loves that song. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. having a
3: three chord R and B song with a cowbell. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, like it's just. You, it's like you're not gonna necessarily. It would be like be the, most the James
5: stupid. Brown estate suing Charles Bradley. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like you sound too much like James Brown yeah. you know?
4: now is it possible that they actually filed the lawsuit because Blurred Lines is terrible and they figured they going to it is possible yeah. so they're like we're going to take the hit here just so that we can try to save everybody from this omnipresent yeah. awful pop scene
3: <laughs> but I think what they are doing not even consciously is they're making it now the most talked about song of the year because the video was so controversial and now as soon as people got over the millions of think pieces that went up online about the Burn Lines video and the parodies, as soon as we just as soon as I was able to take a breath from the wave of things I had to hear about this video it's like, oh, they sued Marvin Gaye's family because they know that Marvin Gaye's family is trying to sue them Mm. over this one song and Robin Thicke is now the most talked about artist probably this year yeah, over. So good for him. I mean we're talking yeah. about him. And no one here likes that song. No. So like yeah. good job, probably. I mean <laughs> it could be
5: part of their marketing campaign to say if we do this, people yeah. will talk about it more. And sure. it'll be out there in the
3: in the That know, makes me think it. that if I'm an artist now, I want to sue every band that I sound like <laughs> preemptively. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, um, I was
2: gonna say you could be Hollow Notes and take down our videos, but Oh wait, <laughs> they did that oh
3: That's yeah let's great. talk about you, chunky glasses news for a second uh, <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah okay we will a little bit actually you know what? yeah we'll do that and then uh, jump to oh, uh Haller Oates people invasion of John Lennon clones yeah. but uh, so yeah so if you were all ten of you were looking for the interview with Nassim Curry of Kingsley Flood uh, it's a fantastic interview um, we asked him a question um, Holler Oats, which we ask a lot of people uh, at, at inappropriate times often yeah. and and um, He answered, and so uh, Andre, like, using his skills, said, well, I'm going to drop, like, one-on-one in there. Uh, Sony Music Entertainment actually had us take it down. They killed it. So you can't see it anymore. So we're contesting it. Um, It's fair use. Uh, You can look up why it's fair use and everything, but Sony Music disagrees. And YouTube, if you ever have to deal with this stuff, has a... Essentially, your uh, defense has to come in under 500 characters. So. Four tweets.
3: Yeah, four <laughs> tweets. It's weird, but that's going on. So, you know what I think you should do, Kevin? I think you should record a song that sounds a lot like Hall & and then sue Hall Notes oh saying God. that you're not actually stealing Hollow Notes and then use that song yes. in the Nassim in interview. I know what we're doing tonight. All right.
2: Uh, tell me about some clones.
6: Well... In 2011, this Canadian dentist bought John Lennon's tooth. It was a ridiculous amount of money to buy a John Lennon's tooth. But now apparently he's working with scientists to extract the DNA from this tooth that he's acquired to clone John Lennon. Um, I'm interested to see if there's gonna be backlash about this similar to like creating a hologram of a deceased artist and whether They're going to try and use this clone to have a. To take over the world? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, I didn't even. They'd have to clone George Harrison, too, then. Right.
6: But maybe this is the next step past holograms (laughs) to just clone all these deceased artists and have shows.
4: Well, we'll have a real uh, nature versus nurture argument. Yes. Uh, John Lennon's clone is. Too hopefully,
2: bad. just the, the clone just sits around with his hand in his pants watching Jackass. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but I'd you're see, a musical genius.
3: I'd be curious to see how scared this makes Paul McCartney. You know, because he's like, oh my god, they're trying to clone John Lennon. What if they try and clone me, and that'll be a way better performer live than while I actually he's am. Still now. alive. Yeah, while he's still alive. I'm sure he's scared of the competition. I
5: think we've got the first science fiction music movie <laughs> concept right here. Right.
3: Paul McCartney versus mm-hmm. young, handsome, cloned Paul McCartney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
3: Did we just suddenly get like, all like, future
2: content? <laughs> like, we are here. feeding the Fox Network right now. <laughs> like, you
3: know, here's all your plots, man. Will someone please go to Sean Lennon for comment, though? Like John yeah. Lennon's son, like how does oh, John Julian Lennon's and son? And Yoko. Yeah, yeah. Or,
2: or are... you can't forget about Julian. Yeah, Julian. So that's
3: right. Maybe Yoko Ono can do a performance art piece when the cloning takes place. <laughs> so, like John Lennon comes out of the ooze like mm-hmm. as a fully formed figure while she's screaming oh, yeah. in the back with a bunch of feedback. If only that's the way cloning works. (laughs) Come on, 3D printers, man. (laughs) You
4: you can 3D print your own John Lennon. (laughs) Well,
2: Daft Punk will really be playing your house at that point.
6: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Buzzing!
6: Done! I wonder which era of John Lennon, though, they're hoping to recreate. Like, Infancy Beatles, like, Invading America, John Lennon, or like post-LSD with long
2: hair ethics be damned as yeah. he do them all <laughs> do them all put them in a room well
3: question is does it does the does the clone come out as a baby and then it has to like grow up and yeah. if yeah, so that's, 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 that's how the current, that's the the current process <laughs> well that's the current process yeah, yeah. that we think exists you yeah. know I mean? so the question is like you know what if baby John Lennon doesn't really like the Beatles and <sighs> prefers Bass oh, Nectar yeah. or <laughs> True. Because what like what child born now yeah. would just like oh I'm randomly gonna get obsessed with the Beatles mm-hmm. like as opposed to Macklemore. Two yeah, relics like, like,
4: featuring baby John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> John Lennon goes to the thrift shop to yeah. get clothes that look like his dad to dress ironically and not yeah. to actually dress like his clones So, <laughs> uh, all things about. so all watch John out for Lennon's John Lennon's
2: cl- <laughs> clones. Uh, and ones. in Prince is a dick. It yes. might not be, because he's on Twitter now, and he has a sense of humor. Uh, his first thing he released, and he, it, the quotes are his, a selfie of him, and it was a cloud of purple smoke, <laughs> which is amazing, <laughs> and then uh, his single, uh, Breakfast Can Wait, I think, which is an amazing title, because, you know, whatever. Uh, has uh, Dave Chappelle dressed up as Prince with yes. pancakes on the cover? Yeah. Nobody knows if that's the real artwork, but it no, was. it is actually the real artwork. Oh, word. it is like, actually it is the real
3: artwork. 100 percent confirmed. <laughs> and uh, one of the other things he posted is like, I remember actually, like my, f- I had four friends message me saying, "Oh my God, Prince is on Twitter." It was just lets you know what type of friends I have if they're sitting there waiting to see when Prince goes on Twitter or not. But the fr- one of the first posts he had was a video taken from a cell phone of his band, Third Eye Girl, doing a new song, or doing some song. And what I think is really funny and telling about that is this is the guy that was suing mothers for having their babies dance to Prince songs on YouTube, and the quote that he posted with the video was, quick, watch it before the lawyers take it down.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So, and actually, I've got the Twitter feed up right now, and uh, he is. How many followers does it have? Well, it's yeah. third. It's Third Eye Girl. It's at yeah. at Girl, um, which was unconfirmed whether it was his band, uh, and now confirmed that it is his band. And he's uh, zero following, one hundred and fifty five thousand four hundred seven followers. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> what? Well, dude. Right? You're not, not, you're not going to follow Prince? Well, yeah, but I
3: mean, just literally, like, in one week. Yeah. yeah. But in one week. A tweet
2: about a uh, link on Brooklyn Vegan uh, about a new Power Generation show. All one word says, cool beans and Condoleezza rice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Do you think on. he runs it? Well, I mean, somebody...
3: Somebody has to but is it like an intern whether that was feeding like, it, yeah, I don't know. You know. Does an intern at like Prince's company yeah. right was like go Prince. No, Prince yeah. I think it'd be really funny if we just made a Twitter dude yeah. and we just like did all the jokes that you know what I mean? I'll run yeah, it, you yeah. don't have to do anything. Yeah. You'll get so much press for yeah. this. Yeah. And Prince is like, make it so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking that's an
2: aggressive photo. They mm-hmm. go to the third look at that. Oh man. Well, Dude, that's a, like... Is that, the, is that, that his that band? band? Yeah, that's him and his band.
3: Whoa. Wow! Oh, okay. well, his band is killer. Well,
2: his band's always killer. Yeah. Like This yeah. is like,
3: he's bringing the fro back. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like on. Um And he's, he's doing a lot of his... Lo- with Third Eye Girl, it's interesting, because I don't know if you've been able to hear a lot of the stuff he's redone with Third Eye Girl, mm. but Third Eye Girl is very oh. much a hard, straight... Rock band Oh, playing the old and, songs Yeah, mean, playing yeah. the old songs So, like, he takes out the synths He takes out the horns They're just horns. rocking yeah. He solos twice as long now Oh, yeah You know, so he's basically Turned everything into a Cream song
5: Okay <laughs> 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 And it sort of sounds awesome Well, yeah, because he's a phenomenal guitar player He
3: is a phenomenal guitar yeah. player Now he's really putting the hard rock aspect Yeah, yeah. Uh, Interesting In the forefront Alright, so that
2: is uh old news That is good news, to
3: Uh, let's talk
2: about some uh, sleeper History for those of you who did not know. Need a little background here.
5: Uh, All
3: right, so Ty Siegel basically is uh, Siegel. I'm sorry. Yeah, Siegel, not Seagal. There's no. Name. No, um, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, he is uh, from West Coast. Really got found in the San Francisco scene by a band called the OCs. John Dwyer. Sort of started coming out with a lot of stuff. He used to do one-man band stuff, but basically, he's started crafting this really unique not uh, blend of psychedelic rock uh, and records most of his albums in his basement on Nate track uh, and has been coming out with a lot of stuff. A lot of people really like him, he's a very polarizing figure, he's very prolific. In 2012 he came out with three albums, this year he's going to come out with two, Sleeper and he's in a band called Fuzz and he's already come out with a few seven inches this year. And he's starting to really, especially around Sleeper right now, he's starting to really catch on with a lot bigger circles. And uh, he's existed for a few years. I mean, if, you, if you're really curious for how much this guy has put out, he has a Greatest Hits album called Singles, I think, from 2007 to 2011. And that's the title of the album. Singles, 2007 to 2011. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, it just shows you how much he's releasing. I mean, if you have a Greatest Hits album that's just four years... I mean that's like the time that most bands take one or two records, so that's it's sort also,
1: it's, <laughs>
3: so that's you know that's basically Ty Siegel sure. in a nutshell.
2: And but, it's, it's like but a, if you have a great hits album, like, it's also tremendously self-involved. Of like,
3: <laughs> like, yeah, you know, uh, and I, and I, and I'm not, I don't think he's like that. I actually didn't really know like about that. But that, that is like, I, I think was, for the most part he, he is someone that switches record labels a lot, which is something that people don't. Know. So they want more. Well, it was the record label. Uh, it came out on Goner Records, and so it really, it was Goner Records wanting to put together a bunch of early singles and seven inches that hadn't really been available previously
1: because they weren't available digitally. But sure. right. So
2: his new album Sleeper, uh, comes out. With him actually, uh, a actually got played on the radio, pushing It's, it's getting like all the press. Uh, he was on Billboard. He was on the Billboard, yeah. Uh, I will. <laughs> just say <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of it I mean it's he is he's, uh, like he's sort of like an indie superstar In my introduction to him and I'm just going to say Seagull uh, all the time because it's Steven Seagull whatever he's yeah. kid right <laughs> uh, not, but he's like this indie superstar and that's all that I see like people talking about and stuff and like having been exposed to him before like it's just uh, this album in particular, like to my ears, sounds it's, it's almost like a, it's just a mess. I mean, it is. I mean, I know people find it endearing, like this basement recording stuff, but it sounds like it's in a basement, and you're yeah, not you're not that's... supposed to do that. Like, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but it's not like it actually sounds like it's in a basement. <laughs> and I know you feel it. <laughs> like,
3: I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where, to me, the production. You know, I'm very comfortable with lo-fi. It doesn't bother me if guitars that, don't sound that great. it's not lo-fi. It's like yeah. bad recording. No, I don't think No, know. yeah. No, I, I don't think the point Because
5: like Elliot Smith's recordings from back in the day almost sounded better. Yeah. And he was doing it on tape, you know? Yeah. Like with a tiny little thing. Well, so, I mean, you know, I mean thinking, so is Ty I'm Siegel. With, I mean, he does yeah, everything I'm just thinking with the technology yeah. now, like with a computer, if you have a computer, you're immediately leaps and bounds beyond but that. But
3: he, he doesn't use a computer for anything uh never never has. You should. I mean okay you know it's something it's it's it really is something where to me I hear the production on it and I think I'm sitting inside the living room where it's being played uh, it's a very live uh, record I
2: absolutely get that but the, but the and to me that, that's yes?
3: endearing to me I like the way okay. that works with the songs okay Paul or Ethan um, you know, I'm a little conflicted on this album because
4: I think it's, uh, I, I like the rawness to it and I like the, the shift from some of his uh, his earlier stuff mm-hmm. and I can't claim to, you know, be familiar with this entire discography, with the stuff I've heard before, you know, very different as you were talking about, more uh, more loose, psychedelic uh, uh, rock type stuff. Right. And this, he obviously, you know, went through some trauma here with, uh, with his mom and his dad and, and the, the family stuff that inspired this record. Um, The problem is, I think, that it falls very easily into the, you know, it's the guy with the guitar, and it sounds like, it sounds exactly like what you would expect from that genre, but there's not enough differentiation thematically or sonically between the songs for me. I, this is not, this is going to sound flippant, but I, the first time I listened to it, I looked up three different times to make sure I hadn't accidentally clicked the uh, repeat button on my computer. computer. I couldn't tell the difference between the tracks. And so, if you're in the mood for some, some confessional guy with the guitar stuff, mm-hmm. it's going to fit in really well with that, but I think it sounds like a whole lot of the same thing.
5: Yeah. This sounded like demos that he would record them to give to his bands, because some of them I feel yeah. like if... And I, I, I don't know much about him, mm-hmm. so I heard just, you know, just sort of wondering about it, but you said if he makes all these albums, it's like, I feel like if he had taken the time... To get a band together, because some of these songs really could have gone to some places that would have made them not all sound the same. By as a byproduct of say it's funny
2: because we were actually talking about that last night. Like, it's, <laughs> like I feel like it's it's half-assed. It could be good. And I, yeah, and I, it's like
5: here's the demo. Here's I, here's my idea that I have. Well, how, what's make I, this blossom into something? I will
2: cop ca- to liking mm-hmm. that final that last song. The last song is yeah because it's it because
5: sonically it makes sense, sense. To, to do it like that. But all of them don't maybe sonically make sense to do them like that. Well, you, but that's just, a, you know.
3: So just for people that are listening that might not have heard the actual full album, it is, we should say that it is completely acoustic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's one electric guitar, I think, on the whole album and it comes in for a guitar solo, I think, yeah. on the fourth yeah. song. Um, so, that sort of explains the the shift there that, you know, we keep talking about. Um, but it's also important that this record is like 35 minutes. Yeah. It is... Sort of a blip, almost. Mm -hmm. It's it's him exploring an idea, and I think that's something that you either like about him or you don't. All of his Mm -hmm. records sound very different, and so to some people, it doesn't sound like he fully commits because Mm -hmm. he will go in and he will say, you know, I mean, basically, his father passed away and Mm -hmm. his mom did something that made him very upset. And he basically said, "I need to express this somehow." Makes an acoustic record in his apartment in San Francisco before he moves, uh, and releases it. And for some people, that's going to be enough. Yeah, some people it's not enough. I I agree
2: to be enough, but I I think uh, it's a major release, and it's something like I shouldn't care about, but the stuff I do care about, like it, it feels like if if he had said, "like These are my like B sides. These are just shit that has been hanging around. I did that. I totally buy it." I'd be like no but he's saying this is the best I have yeah and, but I don't and, think
3: that's I just don't think that's how he works I don't think he's the guy that spends one whole year on a record this is a guy well, somebody
2: is and then maybe it's in the marketing because somebody is saying like this is the, the this is the ma- this is marketing. the major release and if it's he if he's just somebody who leaves it all to himself again that that is a little like lazy on his part because he's got it like he's got to own his like career and not let these people like. Do well, this. Hold on, I want
4: to I want to debate the lazy part right there because no. you know Bob Pollard puts out four or five albums a year, sometimes. right? But
2: it's sort of the same thing because like those are like they're not none of them are like instant like classics or even good a lot of the times. So. Well,
4: but you pick you pick and choose, and that's kind of, I think that's kind of what you get here when you get someone who's put who's working in more of a workbook style mm. than a than a refined yeah. style. You just kind of have to accept. Like you're gonna to listen to a lot of volume, and you might pick out two or three tracks on oh, each album and think yeah. like, "This is the stuff that's gonna be remembered." Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a different way of working, and it's definitely different than the way most people work. But I don't think it's automatically invalid or anything like that. Or yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean,
3: in reality, most time, hi- you know, this record, there's, I think, there's three really amazing yeah. songs mm-hmm. on it that capture mm-hmm. the mood, and he's going for a mood. He's mm-hmm. a guy that delves really hard into a particular type of sound. Yeah. He never repeats that sound mm-hmm. twice. So to, that's really jarring the way that he works as opposed to the way that other bands work. And you talked about him sort of being an indie superstar, oh. and I think something that you keep talking about that I completely agree with is you bring up his similarity to Ryan Adams.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually yeah, that.
3: yeah, so... <laughs> you should talk a little bit about that because so, I think yeah, so, and, and, and this
2: was so last time we were actually sitting around like uh, running to like Easy Tiger post yeah, yeah. Yeah. five beers and, and, and yeah, yeah. lots <laughs> of bourbon and uh, and the thing about Ryan Adams' career is that he was amazingly prolific for a while mm-hmm. hey Gus
1: cats have arrived. they got Gus
2: is like accept- wow mm-hmm. he's accepting a ball um so the thing the thing about Ryan Adams he's amazingly prolific and like a lot of his albums are shit <laughs> like I'll just like straight out say it you know mm-hmm. a lot of his output but when he's really good he's really, really good, good. Yeah. um and yeah he does seem to be following the tack but like on this album in particular like I, there, there, I couldn't find anything to like maybe that last song but nothing like that I'm like gonna listen to this and i And this is a reaction, and again, like unjustified or whatever, but that it's going to end up at the top of like all these people's like top ten lists of the year and like best music and stuff. And it's just like, nah, dude, just made a bad album with like a good song, and it's great that he got it out. Mm -hmm.
3: Like for him, like as, as an artist, like that that's great that he can do that. But you know, I just don't think there's another album that sounds like this. Oh, dude! That in that, there, that there's a cassette tape in my basement that sounds like that, that has come you know, out in like, the last year. Like, what well, band they, can you point to that is out right now that is putting out music that sounds like this? I think the grab bag that he chooses to pull inspiration from is something yeah. I'm just not really hearing. There's a lot of Donovan. There's a lot of early, early Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they're still going by Tyrannosaurus Rex as opposed to T-Rex. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool John Lennon on there. I think there's just a lot of really cool psychedelic folk that, you know, in an age of I'm having to listen to a million indie folk bands and the age of Mm -hmm. I'm having to listen to a million bands with fiddles, I think this stands out if you just put it next to all that. Yeah. And I think as a record on his part, it stands out as something... I'm hearing Ty Siegel do this now. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, in five years we still might not have the perfect Ty Siegel record. right? Mm. Well, but we'll have one hell of a greatest hit. Let, let,
1: let's yeah, let's, hear, a, let's hear an extra yeah.
2: song, by him, uh, which I don't know which one we're going to play. We'll do uh, She Don't Care. Yeah, yeah, She Don't Care. And then we'll address that. uh And so what I was saying, and that's and, and, and not offensive. Like, it's, it's just not detrusting me, at least. Uh, but what you're saying about the, uh, you'll get a hell of a great hits and stuff, it's like, I feel like, though, that people, like, settle for this, like, uh, experimentation with your, like, career, with your output and stuff in public, and then that's become acceptable. And I, and I worry that it's going to lower the bar on, like, what it takes to like put actually put out an album and that like you won't have to put it in the work and you just be like oh whatever I do and I just release it like if if he is just releasing these like just a head of sight he's like I just did this song I was in my basement fuck yeah like that's awesome but when you when you it's all in the packaging when you put it forth as a major release like it I think it damages like what you're gonna expect and I see and I, I say. <laughs> I I mean, this sounds like really old, but like like I see you kids like (laughs) like embracing Ty Siegel and stuff, and as some super genius, but then at the same time saying, "Oh, he really hasn't done anything great yet, though." Yeah, and it's it's troubling. I said
3: I said he never came with a perfect album. No, no,
2: you did say that. You did say that. Yeah, Uh, Alan, what do you think, kids? (laughs) Yeah.
6: (laughs) Well, I guess. The reason I sort of like this album is because in comparison to what I know of Ty Siegel and like he just wants to experiment with distortion and guitars and I think one way this album really shines is with his vocals because when I saw him live, it's more it's just more about the instruments and not so much his voice. Mm -hmm. So I think the fact that this is more stripped down and lo fi and, you know, it might not be the greatest guitar work wise, but I think his vocals are really great and that's what yeah. I enjoy about yeah. this album. Yeah. And I also think there's a time and a time to listen to this album. It's not like I'm going for a bike ride on a beautiful day. It's not that kind of mm-hmm. album. It's like, you know, the title of it is Sleeper. It's to yeah. like listen to as you're winding down or Yeah share a mind. <laughs> you know,
5: I just experienced that so I would agree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't listen to a lawyer.
1: Yeah.
6: So I I, I think probably people who are you know, like, yeah, Ty just released Mm -hmm. another album they're probably gonna be disappointed, but I think I don't think so. I mean being
3: someone that is a is a is a big Ty Siegel fan, I think this is a great album because I like I like what he does, I like where he picks from, and I think it is different. I think there are people that are gonna want another guitar heavy record. But in all reality let's keep in mind he's coming out with a psychedelic stoner rock record in October. Okay. He's coming out with the FUDS record in and
2: and, uh, and I will say, like, it, uh, I will give it a chance. I'm going to listen yeah. to that. If it's bad, I'm coming to Oregon. Like Oregon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: well, I another thing I appreciate about this record is if you're so prolific, I think it's it's important to show that you can do different styles, yeah, not just exactly. like one thing and, and elaborate on it a little bit. Like this is in my to my ears completely different than mm-hmm. like his album that he put out last year. I okay. can't so maybe a reference point. Twins. Yeah, yeah. Twins. was the last album he put out okay. last
3: year. And so. I think it, it, it does it is it is great on that aspect and you really see him grow and being someone that latched on to him pretty early he couldn't have made this record two years ago. Sure, His voice wasn't even there. I mean you listen to his early songs, his voice is hidden behind gallons of reverb he's just screaming every song. Oh, okay. So to see him as an artist be able to take this really traumatic event of my father passed away I need to look inside myself and do something I've never done before as an artist yeah. is a really interesting leap mm-hmm. and I don't think we'll ever see a Ty Siegel record that's going to sound the same so if you you know you can't really put him up to the lens that we traditionally look at music because he just doesn't he just doesn't do that yeah so you're either gonna like what he does and you're gonna like the journey that he's taking, or you're not. Because yeah. you don't like essentially what's at the base. To yeah. me, I hear it and it speaks to me because I'm able to hear so much inside of that. You know, I the John Lennon reference, sure. you know, especially oh, on She Don't Care. Yeah, I mean that, that that's a standout track. Mm-hmm. Do I think there's songs I forget about? Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and in terms of Kevin's point of, do will this make people lazy? I don't really think Ty Siegel, for as much love as he's getting, it's not like he's selling that. He's not selling it, but
2: he, he did get written up in the New York Times. I mean, that that is that. So and it, a lot of
3: bands will get written up in the New York sure. Times. Sure, I mean, he's getting he's getting good press. But I don't think this is going to change the game. I mean, I don't think his albums change the game. I mean, his albums come out... My lawn is getting smaller. Yeah. <laughs> like, so i so full.
2: I wonder how much full.
6: his age has to do with how much attention he's getting. Because he's only like 24. Or his luscious
2: locks. Uh, let's breach let's, I mean, that <laughs> right, right now. Let's get into that. He's
6: good looking and he's young and he's put out... I mean, if you a look at his of Wikipedia
3: already, page, by the age of twenty four, yeah, yeah, okay.
5: It's, okay. I mean, I he's twenty five, like yeah, twenty
3: six,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
5: yeah. so in terms of his, but it's interesting to hear you talk about in terms because I'm not familiar with no. all of his albums, but like the, so the place of that within a larger, yeah.
3: and you know, it is thing. like a, it is like a Guide to My Voices, it is like a Bob Pollard. Uh-huh. It's really hard to have a central jumping-off point mm. if you don't mm. have someone that's obsessed with him already.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Just getting in a sleeper—if you had never heard a Ty Ciel album before—you would be a little bit confused. Even getting in Twins, you'd be really a little bit confused. And if you don't—and that—I mean—I think that's saying that he will never. Really, be able to really reach that huge megastar status mm-hmm. because he's someone that's very—it's hard to get into his records. You mm. get what he's doing, but it's hard to get into his records mm-hmm. if that, you don't have. That's
2: otherwise him. known as not making good records. <laughs>
3: <laughs> according, to me, guys, according to me, according to me, is he touring this album? <laughs> yeah, and he, he, he was touring this album with um, oh, an altered band, right? Okay. So the. Ban plays this album, I think, all the way through with one or two songs at the end that sort of fit, and it's all an acoustic lineup. Um, so he has um, another acoustic guitar, he has two more acoustic guitar players, and then he has longtime collaborator Charlie Muthart uh, playing electric guitar and drums. And an acoustic bass that switches back between all three of them. Okay.
6: Because I was think it would be cool if he was doing like the Ryan Adams thing, just kind of like sitting on a stage on a stool with a guitar, like straight, they are, stripped down with tie or something. They yeah.
3: are doing that, but there is a full band. I mean, it's definitely they're all sitting down on chairs. You know what you're getting into when you see that. <laughs> and I mean, it's funny to think about the guys going to tour an acoustic band. And then in two months he's going out in this stoner rock band he plays drums for yeah you know and sings with fuzz. Yeah. All
1: right.
2: So uh, I
3: think uh, we can like go around the circle here and
2: say Andre, what do you what are you thinking?
5: I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the the greatest hits, the two or three songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stick with those. I'll buy those songs, but uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass on the rest. Well,
3: I say stream it. Yeah.
6: Stream. Mm-hmm.
2: I know yeah. what you
3: say. I, I, is there like a is there like different options for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Options you want, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first podcast.
2: I uh, buy it, stream it, or pass. And you and you,
1: you. Oh, you know me.
3: I'm gonna buy it on vinyl. I'm you gonna get him to sign yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna am I'm, I'm gonna play it while I lay yeah, on yeah. my bedroom floor yeah. thinking yeah. about eating a <laughs> pizza. Eating uh, <laughs> a pizza alone.
2: I am going to pass. And so that's. Then pass now on to uh, a band with a yeah. quite amazing name. Uh, just hit Let's it. Just hit it.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What's the name of that man? <laughs>
6: <laughs> diary of Planet. Oh,
2: yes. Now,
1: let, let's be clear. Uh, that's uh,
5: not no. Diary of a Planet. No, <laughs> no, 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 It is, in fact, that's Nashville. That's called explosions in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> the yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like explosions in the sky. Uh, that oh, is man.
2: Nashville's uh, Diarrhea Planet. That song is called Hammer of the Gods because why the fuck not if your name is Diarrhea Planet? It's, um, it's this is it. their. shit, uh, what's the name of the album? It, uh, you know, I'm Rich I'm Beyond, Beyond, Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah so their, uh, their new album, I'm Rich Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. Uh, if you look at their bio, their early bio, uh, it's sort of hysterical because. They say, basically, uh, well, we started off as a four-piece, and that wasn't enough, so we added a guitar. Then he quit, and we figured, we'll add three more. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's still the next yeah. stuff. Um, this is their second, I believe, yeah, second major, 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 major yeah. album, and they're still on the album, I don't know. uh, and it was released last week, or this week, actually, um uh, and all five guitars are seem exactly. to be on full display. It is uh, well, actually well. What do you think?
6: I wasn't fond of it. <laughs> 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 with, yeah. with these kinds of albums, I categorize them into like
2: it's no Japan droids.
6: I don't like Japan droids either. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy seeing them live, but this is not the type of album that I sit down and listen to. Right. So there are a lot of bands like the that for me boat, where, yeah. like, you know, I don't really appreciate what they're doing on an album, but I would enjoy their live show.
5: Oh, it sounds like a raucous live show. Right. Yeah. Which is I mean, just, <laughs> Is that right? Yeah.
3: As as being someone who's seen them live uh, and, and have followed this band since before their first mm-hmm. full-length album last time... Uh, They are a band that completely got noticed because of A, their name, and B, their live show. Yeah, I can.
6: You know what I mean? They.
3: There's like four guitars on stage, people are finger tapping. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. They basically (laughs) got their reputation for being the most extreme band. Possible. That's not. I mean, mean,
2: the band most like extreme.
3: Because
2: this is a very semantic distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But uh, being someone, I really liked a lot of the early seven inches and EPs that were coming out that I think were very sort of experimental and weirder. And then they got signed to Infinity Cat, and they came out with their first album, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it it wasn't what they were about. Mm. and I think the second record still suffers from they don't know how to do what they do on a stage in a studio sure and they're a band that I really wanted to like this album and there's some great moments on this album but they're still figuring out how the fuck do we get four guitars to work on an album right right? which is is, is
2: the question like Paul like you're you're, you're, you're over there (laughs) I can't tell if you're enjoying it or you're like
4: I, I'm enjoying I'm the discussion. Sick. I really <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you you would. You, yeah. you were like, uh, I, are you I'll, joking I'll put this that? down. Like, when the album list for the podcast came out, Kevin said Diarrhea Planet, and I thought it was one of his jokes, like when he tried to <laughs> yeah. put a third stage on every you know, podcast. But uh, no... Then he's like, no, trust me, listen to Diarrhea Planet. This is going to be on your year end top 10. It might not be on my year end top 10, but I got like two songs into it and I was like, yeah, fuck
3: yeah, this is my jam.
1: <laughs> I just mean, wait till you see
3: the live show. Yeah. I, 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 I
4: can't wait. Like, this is, it's great. I mean, there's,
5: it's pop punk and there's four guitars.
3: Yeah. Like, what's not to yeah, like about yeah. this? Like, and it is such a weird mix. Well, I, I've Sometimes
5: it's at, like Pulling from too much stuff I will come in and say thing, sort of yeah. like There
2: is some stuff To not like about it I mean look Like the first song Is squarely 80's metal Like we did yeah. that And then Rat Like before the podcast sure. it's the same damn thing yeah, And stuff. Yeah. Uh, The song we're gonna play is I don't even know I think it's it, it, I guess it is a single kids uh, And it It is More towards the pop End mm-hmm. of yeah, and this stuff. Is,
5: this, this is the one song that's distinctly different than all the yeah, others, right? And it's yeah. and
2: it's good songwriting, but like I said, it, it's so fractured. Like as an album, it yeah. doesn't quite come together because they can't figure out like yeah, all what I don't think, think it's figuring out four guitars. I think it's yeah. figuring out yeah. like what they want to be. There's it, a song on yeah. here that, like be a U two song. Like, well, there's some really like, stuff
5: on here that I feel like could have been on Yuck's album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, tons of '90s, late '90s stuff. But yeah. then, like, all of a sudden, it sounds like Gene's Addiction or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, like you know, and you're like, what the hell is going on here? You know? But I mean, yeah.
4: it sounds like an album that they had a lot of fun making. Of and course, I think that, that comes, I think that comes through on the album. Like, yeah. I don't think this is going to be on anybody's list of all time greats, mm-hmm. but it is. It's defiantly fun to put on and yeah. crank mm-hmm. at
3: high volume. And I think, I completely agree, and they're a band that has really, their sense of humor Mm -hmm. really sticks out. I mean, just the way the guy sings, I mean, you can't even necessarily take it that seriously. And I think it's a really nice, being someone, you know, being like a young person, this band is like really something to rally around, because it's, you're faced with so many (laughs) bands that are like Andrew Bird's playing 30 loops on a loop station (laughs) with his violin, and... You know, you have people singing about, like, outer space and heartbreak, and there's banjos, and being a dude with a beard, it's like, there's not much to rock out to. You know what I mean? And then there's a band that's called Diarrhea Planet. Fuck you, we got four guitars. Yeah, man. And fuck you, we're gonna finger tap. Yeah. You know, I mean... Finger tapping is something that is, like, heinous now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the idea of a band finger ta- Would you ever think you'd be talking about an indie band yeah. that has a finger tapping guitar solo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they were from Brooklyn, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. even think... If they were from Brooklyn, you know, if it, unless they... You know. It's it just a matter of time
2: when it comes back around to being be like, that's
3: ironic. And no. this no. is the ultimate band that... Meshes the line of irony they, they and we're just, they having don't do a a do right to do that ironically though, because
2: I mean, as a guitar player, it's actually a fairly effective technique if you want to sound like a badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and This band is all about sounding like a badass. So, yeah. You know,
3: I feel bad just like for. People that aren't in the room, which is everyone that's not us, yeah. Madeline is just, like, shaking her head. <laughs> because <laughs> Diarrhea Planet is the most dude-centric yeah, it is. band that could ever exist. I realize yeah. now, I, it's like, on I think it's like, I made like, up this uh, band in my mind in 7th grade, <laughs> <laughs> you
5: know, it's like I was, like, like, 12, and I would have came up with the name of this
3: band, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, Mashville's magical.
6: Well, yeah, as I Saying earlier, I avoided listening to Diarrhea Planet just because of the name. And so, as I was listening to it and preparing for this podcast, yeah. I was going to be like, "I'm going to be the only girl there. Yeah. I'm not going to like it." Right.
3: <laughs> All the dudes are drinking beer right now, <laughs> <here. laughs>
6: and I have my AU water bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, I it would be fun live. Yeah. yeah. So I would. I'm interested to so see. We, it are, live, are we like, but... planning like
2: a group chunky
5: trip on yeah, like, Tuesday? Because I mean, I'm. In, I completely agree with you. I yeah. would. Well, I've already, I'll Blackhead give my opinion. I won't DC buy it. On but this is just
6: motivation
5: to go see them live. I thought it was Blackhead.
4: And I was like, maybe DC9? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's <laughs> going to be complete. <laughs> <different.
3: laughs> I will see you there <laughs> And, you know, just so people know, this is the type of band that does a four guitar cover version of Born to Run. Okay. Yeah. You know, by Springsteen. It's like, yeah. it's that type of fuck yeah. I'm glad you qualified that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Springsteen born to run. Not the Howard Jones yeah. <laughs> But I think, you know, this album does suffer from typical what you know, Jimmy Ivey and a lot of people say about the mm-hmm. second albums, you spend a year or two on your first album, you spend ten years on your first album, songs you that you've been. That yeah, 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 yeah. Songs yeah. that you've been writing for years go up on your first album and then your second album comes out. And you wrote those songs in six months, and this album did come out. I think you know a year and a half after the last one. Yeah. So I think we'll. I'm really curious to see their third record. Yeah, because this is going to get. I think good it's going to
2: sound exactly like Great White, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those damn Yankees. Oh yeah. god, that would be amazing. Was, yeah, <laughs> they, they just did like a cover of Damn Yankees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole album. Can you tear yeah. <know. laughs>
2: But they could do it though, yeah. and that's I think. Well, that's I think what
5: they can, happen, even yeah. if they go more in the Guns and Roses direction, which is they have a hint of that, oh, yeah. you know, going yeah. on. But it's mean, four yeah.
3: guitar that? Yeah. <laughs> the
1: balls out rocker, you know, but yeah. but not yeah. Yeah. so much to the, you know. I, in, I was like, are
3: you going for spaghetti? You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, early. I mean, no, yeah, a, yeah, completely. You no, know, yeah. it, rather than going to Great White, yeah. you know, it's going there.
5: more in that direction, yeah. You know.
3: And in, and there is, you know, the the punk, the mm-hmm. punk pop, pop punk, is completely there. And it's oh, interesting to just yeah. see... I really think when you listen to a good Diarrhea Planet song... You, you <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> the most academic thing <laughs> ever said about Diarrhea Planet. <laughs> oh, well, the, okay. The, the,
5: when you the listen, images that are created in my brain, <laughs> like when you said oh...
3: When you listen oh, to... <laughs> <her." Yeah>. <laughs> Very late song. Yeah. You hear the history of guitar rock sure. through revisionist kids, and that's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, And actually, look, now
5: that's a nice
2: process. All let's day. let's oh, King the, the
3: segue. <laughs>
2: kids as a single uh, 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 like we are saying I think that is the strongest song that they did uh, they found the, the balance of everything they're trying to exactly, do yeah. and even worked in the finger tapping which yeah. is yeah. you know you, you have to if that's part of your arsenal um <laughs> 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 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: what yeah. F- kind of statement <laughs> of that I mean, they worked yeah. in the finger tapping which you yeah. have to if it's a part of your arsenal Back to the they Jimmy the, podcast. the appropriate time yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> They, they ha- haven't played a lot of Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just haven't
3: heard a finger. I just haven't heard finger tapping in an time. indie band ever. Well, Smashing Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah they,
2: they I mean, that's twenty it. years ago. It's just stupid that they avoid it because nobody yeah. listens to Van Halen. Goes that's not enjoyable. This yeah. <laughs> <Yeah,
3: laughs> <you know? laughs> is <just> not, <laughs> not
2: doing anything for me. It's like you
3: can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's just, you know, it is, it is really nice to hear them Yeah, really going for it. I'll, but, yeah.
4: I'll just say for any uh, any office drones that are out there, if you want uh, the same dichotomy I had on Friday, I was writing all day to uh, basically looping Juliana Barwick's new album. And God, then you and, had
2: to get that in there. No, no, no. And then oh. at the, but
4: then at the end of the day, God, I finally sent it off, and I was like, it's time for Diarrhea Planet. <laughs> <laughs> straight into it, turned the speakers up, I'm like, I don't care who's left on the hall, the last half an hour today is all Diarrhea Planets, <laughs> And that is how you kick off your weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's time. This summer. Kids,
6: this song Kids was the only one
1: that made me look
6: up and check... The title of the song. Otherwise, I felt like you did with Sleeper, that it just all sounded the same, and I felt yeah, like the album was just yeah. on repeat forever, but when Kid it came is, on, I was like, hmm, this is... Well, it's
2: it's it's clearly not a... It's not a great album. Like, it has great moments, but this is clearly A great not, band. A great it's a great band, band. Maybe but maybe it's, it's, not, so a, it's not a great album. And, and, uh, but, like, when they, they do hit those highs, like, you can see... Is like, and, and and again, it gets back to like stupid, like me worrying about other people's top tens. Like, like this will end up on like best, you know, uh, and and it shouldn't because front to back, like there's, I'm I'm, I'm
3: fishing for a diarrhea joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Fishing for a diarrhea joke is the joke, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, the, just the way that sounds. <laughs> uh, but but front to back, like it, it's just it's not cohesive. The thing, the thing is, and and like you keep saying, end of the top ten year list, and that and and that and that and that is a, a way to you know view an album, but to me, what Diarrhea Planet's doing feels better to me than maybe an album that is good as a full album and it's a solid album, but it just doesn't. It's just not there for no, me. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, and that and that's why I think I, uh, you know we talked a little bit about our frustration. If we love the band, we want that good cohesive album mm-hmm. because they're doing something that I'm just not hearing anywhere else. And it's and you know exactly where they're pulling from. Well, this, I mean, there's a lot
2: of Weezer in this, and like, it, oh, yeah. like it's oh, funny, yeah. like 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 the BC just published and then like this It's like there's a lot of even like I would say Pinkerton in this. There's a, oh yeah, the potential. Yeah. It doesn't hit it quite, but it yeah. you know, definitely like they've heard it yeah like there's no question you can hear and what they're doing like they listen to that album on the regular and they're like yep yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it is part of their arsenal mm-hmm. yes yeah. <laughs> finger tapping <laughs> a part of Diarrhea Planet's arsenal as is Pinkerton yes uh, uh,
3: Diarrhea Planet's arsenal just sounds like it's the not the worst fifth grader sci-fi yeah. story ever I don't want to be anywhere near that arsenal right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um,
2: yeah
3: uh, so uh, it'll definitely be a band that I uh, keep an eye on, it eye down. on yeah. and, and I, mean, I will just put this in here for the record they have a song from th- their early days called Ghost with a Boner I mean of course they do a band like <laughs> <Yeah>. Diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> Planet a song called Ghost, yeah. J- J- Ghost with a Boner Ghost with a Boner by Diarrhea Planet show me your best Pandora Genome yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: It's all frogs So I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Andres, so what are you thinking about Diary of Well, this is just motivation for me to go see them live yeah, I'm going to pass gonna... on the album But I'm going to go see them live oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I'm buying it
6: yeah. I'd say stream so you can be familiar With the songs when you see them live
3: I would say Stream until you see them live And then you're going to be really into it So you're going to buy the album anyway mm-hmm.
1: And then you're going to be disappointed with the album. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I will
3: say I used the first album as a mouse pad because I was so disappointed with it. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered it the from Infinity endorsement Academy. from Thor Slaughter. What's, yeah. what's a mouse pad? <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I am going to pass. Not pass. I said it's a stream. Uh, I'll stream it uh, and go see him mod because I feel it'll be good. I don't think it'll change the album you know, for me. It won't, but no. but it's a yeah. The, it, I'll put on like one or two songs. Something. And rock the fuck out, but the, yeah, just doesn't ever come together.
3: You'll play kids in your
2: car. Yep. Maybe to go get dinner. Uh, so yeah, that is it. That is uh, podcast twenty six. Oh, uh, well, wow. Andres, slick sl- sl- with the music. Um, we have been drinking three stars beer today, and if they want to sponsor <laughs> us, they can. <laughs> <laughs> so how about that? Brawler. Why are you disgusted? <laughs>
6: You were like, oh. With three stars? Yeah. I
2: don't like three stars anymore. Oh! <laughs> edit that out! <laughs> out. Uh, we will see you next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> painful
1: wow and took it a run metal yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus.